Hey, Pamela Shores, and welcome back to our small group resources. Today, we're going to be going uh, to pick up in chapter four of John, and we'll be going through verses one through 26. And in the last chapter, we saw John the Baptist testifying uh, about Jesus' divine nature. Uh, so closing out chapter three, um, we saw that Jesus is the only path to salvation and the only way to be reconciled back to God. And in today's passage, uh, we'll be looking at Jesus testifying about himself to a woman of Samaria. And just for some context to this passage, the Samaritans were a despised people by the Israelites. Uh, this is a clear picture of just racism during that time. And um, often, if people wanted to travel from Judea to Galilee, like we'll see here in this passage today, uh, they would cross the Jordan River rather than go straight through um, to Samaria. They would cross the river and go up and back around. And the Samaritans, uh, they were just seen as unclean people, unholy people, because they had intermarried between Jew and Gentile, and they adopted other practices that the Israelites saw to be false. And then the crazy part of this, um, this whole divide, is that it goes all the way back to the Babylonian exile that we're studying now in, Ex in Ezra. Um, and we even saw some of that in Daniel uh, last year. So not all Jews were taken into captivity, if you remember, uh, that some were left behind and some went into exile. And when they came out, uh, what we're studying now is that the Israelites were building the temple in Jerusalem and the Samaritans built their own temple. And so there's just been this divide, this uh, break in the two groups that have pried themselves apart and created um, this um, this hostile environment. So uh, as we get back to the passage in verse 3 of chapter 4, it says, He left Judea and departed again for Galilee, and he had to pass through Samaria. Uh, so because we know this context now, uh, it's a big deal that Jesus went through Samaria rather than around and uh, this would have been just a, this would not have been a typical route that uh, normally would have been taken. Um, so for Jesus uh, to go in to Samaria and then have a conversation with the Samaritans, let alone a Samaritan woman, it's a really big deal. And it makes sense as to why this is recorded in Scripture. Um, but well, either way, Jesus having this conversation with a Samaritan and a Samaritan woman um it just shows who Jesus is. He's flipping the script on everything anybody knows. He's uh, not plagued by our human cultural norms or um, anything like that, but he's aligned with who God is. Therefore, he um, is able to interact and go and do what he needs to do um, for his ministry. And so human understanding and norms are so uh, are far inferior to what God has planned for his people. And we see that um, here in this passage today. And so... As we continue through the story, I'm just going to read uh, verses 7 through 15, and it says, A woman from Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink, for his disciples had gone into the city to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, How is it that you were a Jew? Ask for a drink from me, a, Samarit a woman of Samaria. For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God and knew who it was saying to you, Give me a drink, you would have... You would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw water with, and the well is deep. Where do you get that living water? Are you greater than the father than our father Jacob? He gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did his sons and his livestock. Jesus said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give him will become will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. 
The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I will not be thirsty or have to come here to draw water. So Jesus gets to the well and asks for water from this woman. And in this dialogue, Jesus has, he reveals himself to be the giver of living water and the kind that will cause everybody to not thirst again or cause anyone to not thirst again. And so, of course, this is a figure of speech alluding to you know salvation and receiving the Holy Spirit. Um, but because you and I um, are people, we're humans, we're people, um, and we're Christians, um, we're still going to have thirst. We're still going to need to have water, hydrate. So this figure of speech is alluding to that salvation and uh, receiving the Holy Spirit. But this living water that he's talking of is, uh, is a living water that quenches us from desiring other things. It's a living water that quenches the constant action of having to earn salvation. It quenches the need to continue searching for better life. Um, this living water or salvation that Jesus gives is enough for us and it never runs out. And we never have to go searching or uh, drawing for something else. And in that last verse I read, the woman tests Jesus and says, give me some water then. So Jesus pulls out the big guns after that and makes it personal for her and says in verse 16, he says, go call your husband to, or go call your husband and come here. Now, if Jesus didn't know this woman, he just got to town and uh, there's no reason for him to know anything about this woman. Um, he gets personal with her. He goes into her life and says, you know, bring me your husband and come here. And then uh, at this point, she understands that Jesus is not just some other Israelite, but she calls him a prophet and is ready to listen to what he has to say. And what it is, uh, and this is what Jesus does for us as too, uh, does for us as well. He makes it personal for us. He knows our lives. He's not scared of our lives. And he gets right into our mess and gives us the life that we need to rest in. So in the closing of our passage today, Jesus verbally says that he's the Messiah that uh, this woman has claimed she says she knows is coming. And the way that Jesus maneuvers and interacts with others is uh, never just on a whim. He is very calculated and knows exactly what it is that needs to be said when and where he needs to go at what time. Um, and that that last statement just speaks to it that I am or I who speak to you am he referring to himself as Messiah is um, that's just a powerful statement that him interacting with this woman and it being recorded in scripture is not uh, just a coincidence but it shows Jesus has conquered you know human culture and understanding of things and that his salvation is for all and it will be for all and we see that of course later in the in the a letter in the book of John that um, that every piece of what Jesus did in ministry led to uh, salvation, not only for the Jew, but for the Gentile. And of course, we, we can remember in Acts chapter one, when um, Jesus speaks before his ascension, you know, go into um, the world, go into Jerusalem and Samaria. Uh, obviously, this is um, a connection to that, that Jesus in Samaria Go to the people you don't like. Go to the people that are hard. And uh, uh, there's no excuse for no culture to not be able to have an opportunity to know Jesus. And so there's still a lot of to unpack here. And um, I know that y'all get into that in your group. So I hope y'all have a great discussion. And we'll talk to you next time.